This audio is brought to you by MuslimCentral.com. So this next narration is actually almost identical to the narration of Sayyid ibn al-Hadith but there's something special to it as well. It's narrated by Al-Hafid ibn Hajar rahimahullah al-Isaba, Imam ibn al-Athir. It's also mentioned by the likes of Imam ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah ta'ala. However, it doesn't have an authentic chain to the Prophet So it can't be attributed to the Prophet So the story has great benefit in it, primarily because of the lesson of dua, which we will find in it. But at the same time, we don't trace it back to the Prophet So this narration is about a man by the name of Abu Mi'laq al-Ansari radiallahu ta'ala anhu. And Abu Mi'laq radiallahu anhu was known as a merchant who was distinguished with his ibadah and distinguished with his integrity. So he's known for his worship. He is known for his integrity and in business. And Anas who says that he was out on business one day when an armed robber comes up to him and confronts him. The armed robber says to him, He said, go ahead and give me everything you have because I'm going to kill you, okay? Or else I'm going to kill you. Now, Abu Mi'laq responds, he says, he says, take all of my money. I'll give you everything that you asked for. But why do you want to kill me? You know, subhanAllah, one of the signs of the day of judgment is what that neither the murderer nor the one who is being murdered understand why the murder is taking place, right? Just killing becomes so prevalent that people kill just because, right? So he's saying to him, why do you want to kill me? I'm going to give you everything that I have. And there is no need for that. And the robber says, the money is mine anyway, but I want to kill you anyway. SubhanAllah, with no enmity. And this is, of course, the hardness of the heart, uh, you know, where you see a serial killer who finds absolutely no hesitation anymore and just shedding blood for the sake of it. Sabu Mi'laq, similar to Zayd ibn al-Harith, he says to him, listen, if you're going to kill me anyway, will you give me permission to pray a few rak'ahs? And in his narration, he says four rak'ahs. So let me, let me just pray as you kill me. So the man laughs at him and he says, As-salah, he says, prayer, really? He says, salli ma go ahead and pray as much as you want. I'll let you pray as much as you want, but I'm gonna kill you anyway. So Abu Mi'laq radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he makes wudu, the man gives him the ability to make wudu and to perform salah. And then in his sajda, and this is why the scholars really narrate the story, in his sajda, he calls out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his prostration. And he says, Ya Wadud, Ya Wadud, Ya Wadud, Ya Dal Arsh al Majid, Ya Fa'ala Lima Yurid, As Aluka bi Izzika Ladi La Yuram, Wamulkika Ladi La Yudam, Wabinurika Ladi Mala Arkana Arshik, and Takfiani Sharraha the Lis, Ya Murith Arithni, Ya Murith Arithni, Ya Murith Arithni. So, Ya Wadud, almost loving. And he calls out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with this name three times. And he says, the one who possesses the mighty throne. And he calls out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the one who does as he pleases. And he says, I ask you by your honor that none can hope to have. No one can have the izzah that you have, O Allah. And by your kingdom that no one can take away from. And by your light that fills the arkan, that fills the pillars of your throne. SubhanAllah, what a beautiful dua the light that is within the pillars, the foundations of your arsh. He said, I ask you, O Allah, to protect me from this lis, from this robber, 
And he says, Ya Morith Arithni, Ya Morith Arithni, Ya Morith Arithni. Oh helper, do help me, oh helper, help me, oh helper, help me, save me, oh Allah. SubhanAllah, this dua has all the meanings. I mean, things that are taken from the Sunnah of the Prophet, but it comes from the heart and it's a very beautifully constructed dua in a moment that is very traumatic. So when he made this dua, a rider, a horseman suddenly appears with a spear held high above his head. And just like in the case of Zayd radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he throws his spear at this robber and he kills him. So Abu Mi'laq radiallahu ta'ala anhu says to him, who are you? And he says, I am an angel from the fourth heaven. He said, when you made the first dua, he said, the doors of the heavens rattled. SubhanAllah, like there was a rattling of the gates of the heavens. And he said, and when you called out to Allah with the same dua the second time, he said, I heard the inhabitants of the heavens cry out. And they said that this is a person who's calling upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the third time it was announced, dua umakrub, the dua of someone that is in distress. So I asked permission from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant me the ability to kill the robber and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent me to you. SubhanAllah, amman yujibul mutarra idha da'a as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, who answers the caller when they call out to Allah and removes that distress. Now, there's so much to talk about here. It's very similar to Zayd radiallahu ta'ala anhu, but of course there's the dua. However, I wanna actually make a point about the dua itself. As beautiful as it sounds, a person could take that dua, just like any dua from the Sunnah of the Prophet And this is of course, even of a lesser status, right? than a dua authentically narrated from the Prophet and say, this is the one that's gonna save me. But the reality is what? That when this person who we don't know much about, right? They're not of the status of being like Zayd ibn Harith But when this person called upon Allah sincerely, then the sincerity of that dua manifested in such a beautiful way, a way that we can still admire today. However, what is the reality of the status of this dua? It's what the Prophet said, that the dua of a mazloom person, the dua of someone who is being wronged, there is no hijab, there is no veil between that supplication and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even if that person is a disbeliever. If Allah hears the dua of a person who is a disbeliever, but they call upon Allah and they are actually wronged and they're affirming the oneness of God in the capacity of that supplication, what then of a mu'min, what then of a believer who is in the midst of being wrong and that believer calls out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with the most sincere of du'as and in words that are not scripted but are laced with the sincerity that causes one supplication to be answered.